Al, it has been quite a while since we last talked about a Trails game. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to talk about a new, a new, a new one. Not a new one, but a new to English-speaking audiences officially new one. That yes, that's <laughs> technically a new release. That's the way to to phrase it. Outside of Asian regions. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Season Live <laughs> Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladyum. Hello, hello. It is episode number 306, and we are discussing The Legend of Heroes Trails from Zero. I always get um, Trails from Zero and Trails to Zero, like, mixed up. I never can yeah. remember which is to and from. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah, it's 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 a real it's a real issue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this game has finally officially come out in English mm-hmm. after twelve long years. Wild. And now we can play this. We'll be able to play the the second part of this game or the second part of this of this arc next year mm-hmm. in March, and basically all from. Trails in the Sky to Trails of Cold Steel 4 will be available in English for people to play. Mm-hmm. And then Reverie is at some point. At some soon. point. 1,000 years from now. We'll eventually get Kuro. Well, yeah, that's 10,000 years from now. <laughs> so yeah, that's, it's exciting times here. Yeah. Um, I I was really, really excited to get to play this like officially, officially. Um. And get to play it on my big TV from my couch, which is a vast improvement from how I played it the first time. I don't think I even played it one time on the TV. <laughs> no, because like we tried to play it initially, like. No, no, no! Like when I with the, with the Switch version, I don't think I played it once on my TV. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Oh man! Oh, it was it was so great to have it all like. Played it all in bed. All on my my big TV, which the funny thing is, like this is this is obviously like a, a PSP game so right <laughs> so it's not like it's like whoa look at these mind-blowing graphics yeah um, but it's just so charming to see it up on my big TV and like I said mm-hmm. to be on my couch and just chill playing it as opposed to having to like slouch over my PC yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like playing on my PC that much it's a hassle it's a pain in the butt especially with how they had to do this this was a hassle <laughs> it was a hassle yes yes I don't know that it was as bad as me having to figure out how to, like, make the Windows-only version of the third work on my Mac. Yeah, um, that was probably a little bit more of a hassle, but God, this was so still much. somewhat of a hassle. It, it was still a lot to figure out. Yeah. Yep. And now it's 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 built in a way that it's a, a no hassle at all. Yes. I guess depending on which version you get, though. Correct. Yeah, because... Because there are differences. There are differences, and that matters. Mm-hmm. Oof. So yes, uh, Trails from Zero, like we said, 12-year-old game. It originally came out on the PlayStation Portable in Japan on September 30th, 2010. It was later ported to Windows for for China and I think this is Taiwan? Yes, Taiwanese regions in August and September of 2011. came out to PC in Japan on June 14th, 2013. Uh, it was also released on the Vita in Japan on October 18th, 2012. 
the PS4 got a version of the game in Japan on April 23rd, 2020. And then also the Switch version of the game came out on February 25th, 2021 in Japan. And then finally came out over here on September 27th, 2022 on Windows, PlayStation 4, and the Nintendo Switch. And Evo is the one that added the voice acting, right? Uh, Probably. I'm pretty sure it was Evo that added the voice acting because the version that I played had like, yes. only voice yes. acting in the battles. Evolution was the, the Vita version that included, included excuse me, uh, more visuals and more voice acting, and that was the version that got remastered for PS4 in Japan. Nahone. Yes. Um, like we said, there's some differences between th these versions that you get. So, like, if you buy the PS4 version, that's just the straight remaster of the Vita version. Mm -hmm. And if you get the PC and Switch version, that has a lot of, like, the quality of life improvements that were done with the fan translation. Yep. Which is a very weird... <laughs> It's so weird. It's so opposite it of like, what it is normally. You would imagine like the PC version, like, yeah, sure, that would make sense why you would have all these different options in there. But like the Switch version is a weird one. It's like, yep. I mean, sure, I guess it's it's cool, but it's like not at all what you'd expect. And like it, it feels very bizarre that like the PS4 version just gets none of that. Yep. Yeah, it, it's, it, kinda, it's, it's so essentially backwards. the worst version to play. It's the worst version to play. <laughs> yeah. I, I have I mean, it because I got the special edition, but like yeah, you you have I guess you I think you booted that up at one point, maybe touched it a little bit, but yep, I did not touch that at all. I've only played the Switch version, which it runs fine on a Switch. Like obviously it's a PSP game, so like it's not like you would hope the that it would or anything <laughs> like that. But like all of like the quality of life stuff in that game is really cool. Like mm -hmm. the the zero loading between fast travel is excellent. Oh, that rules. <laughs> Makes you feel like you're playing a PS5 game, and that's great. Yep. Um. I really love the idea that there's an option of like, how often do you want this game to autosave for you? That was really nice. Which is very nice. There's a whole wealth of like other stuff in there that like you can just pick and choose from in terms of like what you want the game to do and all that sort of stuff, which is really, really cool. Um, and yeah, it, just, it runs really well. It plays really well on the Switch. It's like nothing, no complaints here. Nope, same. Anything like that, so. It's really good. Yeah, I own it both on PS4 and Switch because once I found out that the Switch version was the superior version. Which they, which is kind of bad because they didn't really tell you until like a month out before release. We're like, oh yeah, by the way, yeah. the PS4 version is kind of just this remaster and the Switch and PC version have all these other options on it. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. that would have been nice if you would have said something you know before to be fair like I got the special edition of them like a long time ago. Like, yeah, but even then, like they should have said something. They should. They then. should have said something. I agree. I agree. Um, but now I have the super fancy PS4 edition that I will probably never do anything with, other than like the stuff that came in it. That was nice. Um, yeah. And then I played the Switch version. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm doing the same thing for the second game. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing of like, you oh, know, hey, this is just the the remaster and then the others are going to have all these cool quality of life improvements that you can just use so and there's one in particular well switch. one in particular in the second game that um the the geofront team put in that 
I want that quality of life change because mm -hmm. it is the worst if you try it without the quality of life. Like there's there's this one quest that is a literal nightmare. I tried it without the quality of life stuff. I was like, oh, you know, this is this will be fine. No, it is not fine. It is not fine. Um, and being the weirdo JRPGist that I am, I was like, I have to complete this. I have to complete this. Um, so yeah, anyway. Definitely not stubborn. No, not not me. Never stubborn. Never. What are you talking about? But yeah, the, the quality of life stuff is definitely worth it. It's very it's very nice. Yes. Very enjoyable. And go speedy. So yeah, um like we said, this got released a bunch of times before it eventually came out over here. Um Wikipedia describes this I guess one of the reasons why this never came out over here until now. Mm-hmm. Is uh, it says due to a variety of reasons, Trails from Zero and its sequel, Trails to Azure, were not localized by the time of the Japanese release of Trails of Cold Steel. Falcom subsequently approached Xseed Games, who had previously located Trails in the Sky, and requested that a localization of Trails of Cold Steel be prior prioritized instead, resulting in Trails from Zero and Trails to Azure being skipped. Interesting. So that would have been when did Trails from Cold Steel originally come out? Like twenty? I can. I mean, I can look this up. Let's wait for this. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, and then didn't come out over here until like 2015. Right. So yeah, like it took them from then seven more years for them to put those games out. <laughs> Woo! Which also, you know, coincided with, you know, publishers being changed for these games and all that sort of stuff. So Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, there was an English translation, like we talked about, from the Geofront team that came out in March of 2020. Mm -hmm. And that was available for, like, what, a year or so before they eventually pulled it because they are like, hey, we're being pulled into this actual actual official release. Yeah. We're going to help them with that, and they're going to pull down the fan translations because of that. Yep. Yeah. Which is, which is a great idea on, like, on their part to get this team who has already done all this work. Obviously, the they care about outs, it. Those are the ins and outs of this game already, and it's basically just an, an easier way to kind of just like, all right, we'll just th we don't have to redo all these translations. When we have there, there's a few things they do here and there because like you know, in an official release, you have to change some things because of licensing and all that sort of stuff. But like for the most part, this is basically I, I assume the same translation and everything. So it's just a matter of you know getting all of that work in and putting it onto the different platforms that it's going to come out on. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely a way to make the work on this probably a lot easier and also probably just a way for them to be like, we can justify this now. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy um, to think about because this version was out, like I said, about a year before they had to pull it. Um, I think the second one was out for like a month before they pulled it. Mm -hmm. Um. I still have both of them on my PC, but I haven't tried them since I don't really need to anymore. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we, we, good team. Go ahead. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, I, I'm so happy for this team. Mm -hmm. Um, like for for them to have like their really hard work and passion for this to be rewarded is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm happy for them. We uh we played the the fan translation I think when it came out, we tried to do it a little bit together and I think we got mm -hmm. to like 
the, the first two chapters and then kind of fell off and then you played it on your own and went and finished it and you're like yes this is very good mm-hmm. i really like this game mm-hmm. and then eventually they announced this official release so i was like i'll just wait for this to come out and then i'll play that and then i'll finally be able to play this and that's and what, that you did. what i did, what I, did. <laughs> I just played good it twice game, a very good game Yes, it is you a very really good play it game. twice. <laughs> um, it it does um sort of feel like somewhat of a like prologue game. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's kind of how I feel like most of these Cold Steel first One games is the same way. These arcs are, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, well, and Sky first chapter is the same way. So you're right. The first yeah. game's always kind of like that. Um, I also thought this one was unique because the playable character cast is very small. Mm-hmm. It is, it's interesting because, like, most of these games, I'm assuming it's the same with Trails in the Sky as well, it's that, like, your party group eventually expands and expands and expands. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, you get your party of four, and that's it. That's it. You'll have some, like, guest characters occasionally, mm-hmm. but, like, that's your party of four. That's it. You got them. And they especially kind of, like, trick you in a way because the there's a bunch of, like, dorm rooms in the SSS building mm-hmm. and there's quite a few of them that are like oh well no one's in here so you don't have to go in here yeah so you eventually kind of think like oh well we're gonna get some more people in here and everything like and... a persona 3 yeah exactly but that really doesn't become the case like you get one person who moves in essentially yep. and that's it that's it <laughs> everyone else is just like oh we're here this is it this is all we need which I think is is fine. Like it, it really helps you get to know this this core group of four characters better than just like having more characters get sprung in and having to like spread out all of that characterization out. Mm-hmm. Which I'm assuming in the next game you will probably get more party members. You do. So like, I think it would work better in that aspect if you like you you keep it until the second game because then you already have established this group and then you can start kind of you know pushing people in to you know, compliment them and get to know them and all that sort of stuff. And you already know all the people you get for the second game too. Like they've already been introduced. So you already have some character development on them, Mm -hmm. which is helpful um, because you're not going into the second game and having to like completely reintroduce like new characters. It's like, no, no, we already know you. You're good. Um, But like, this game is very, very good at setting up the dynamic between these four mm-hmm. um, and letting us really learn who they are. Yeah. What makes them tick. Like, even though it does kind of feel like a prologue game, like you said, like, it in and of itself, it is a very good, like, self-contained game. Oh, it is. It absolutely, Where, like, like, you can just you play this and feel... If you tell me there was a sec- sequel, I wouldn't think there was. Yeah, like, you could play this and still feel like you've gotten a very good, completed story out of it. Which you could not do with First Chapter or Cold Steel 1. Yeah, because they leave you on some cliffhangers. This is the only one that hasn't left us on like a huge, huge cliffhanger. Like It feels like mm-hmm. a complete game. And I don't know if maybe that was because they didn't know if they were going to be able to do a sequel yet. Right. I mean, there are definitely some mysteries that are kind of left hanging. Yes, But correct. it's nothing that's like, all right, <laughs> tune in for the next game. Yeah, not, not to the extent of First Chapter and Cold Steel 1. Like, not to that yeah. extent where it's like, Oh, oh God. Oh no, things are terrible. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I mean this one you you adopt a you adopt a kid. Mm-hmm. Um you know, 
Kia gets two dads and two moms, and also a grand. Uh, three dads and two moms. Who's the other dad? I was gonna say the chief was a dad, but also you could maybe think like the dog is a dad. I was gonna call him a grandpa. That that's fair. I was gonna call I was gonna call Sergey the the grandpa. Um, Gramps. His Gramps, and and then she got a built in you know divine wolf pet. <laughs> It's what every kid wants. It's true. It's true. Two dads, two moms, a grandpa, and a divine wolf pet. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, a man. family. What a family. <laughs> uh, uh, this game has been reviewing pretty well on the Metacritic, oh, as it, it seems. It currently has a 90 out of 100 on the PC version, an 86 out of 100 for the Switch version, and an 80 out of 100 for the PS4 version, which I'm guessing... The version's lower just because it doesn't have as many, like, of the quality of life stuff. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. um, It almost feels like the story of this game isn't necessarily as, like, bombastic and boisterous as a lot of the other games are. Correct. Like, this is very kind of, like, low-key. It's very, like, you're trying to navigate the political minefields of the Crossbell region and, like, trying to understand all of the corruption that's going on and trying to unearth that. Mm-hmm. So like, you're not like, Oh, we're going to war or anything. It's not, it's like, Oh, we got to, we're just doing detective work here. We're just doing our jobs. We're just doing our jabs. Um, I mean, you do also have the tension of like, they, they formed the SSS, um, to kind of combat the idea that the police force is useless because the bracers have a better reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, which I do appreciate in this game that, like, one of the things that they do is that even though that tension does exist and there are multiple times where they're like, oh, man, you know, we're not the bracers and we want to make sure that we do this before them, um, they still, like, work with them and are friendly with them. Like it's, Yeah, it's, 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 like a, it's like a friendly rivalry instead yeah. of just being like, we hate you guys, we'll never work with you, <laughs> Like, I really, really appreciated that because it, yeah. it could very easily have been, like, obnoxious rivalry stuff and they're like no no like we all get along mm-hmm. Estelle and and they call him Yashua but I, I I always call him Joshua because that's just how I read it um how do they what do they call him in like talks for what do they or do call you remember talks for <laughs> I they, feel like they would have called him Joshua I think they did so I think that's just we can just go with that okay um, but I don't even remember where I was going with that. Other than the fact that like they they're really friendly and want to hang out, and like mm-hmm. at one point, if you go into their apartment that they're running, Randy's like, "So give me give me the scoop here. You guys dating or what? What's going on here? Let me know." Randy Orlando wants the deets. <laughs> he does, and I was just like, um. Yeah, yeah, we're we're dating. Um, some stuff kind of went down. It was a little crazy, and then after that, we decided we were gonna start dating. And Randy's like, "I knew it! I knew it!" <laughs> Sorry, Cam, I didn't mean to scare you. You're gonna make him mad. I know. Um, but um, this game once again solidifying the fact that Randy Orlando is a fantastic character. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. I love Randy Orlando. I love all these characters, actually. Like, they're all very well written. Yeah. Um, 100%. But, like, I am very much attached to Randy Orlando. 
Good old Randy Orlando. Partially because I love his dumb ass name. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Um, but then I also realized at one point I was talking to a friend. I was like, I have a soft spot in my heart for this like character trope, the, like this archetype. Um, because I also really like uh, Irving from Final Fantasy VIII, and he's kind of like the the this kind of guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, huh? Well, how about that? I learned something about myself. It is kind of interesting to see him like at this spot, and then when you see him in like Trails of Cold Steel Three, is like he's the instructor. Like he's still kind of like this character then, but like yeah. he has to be a little bit like more mature. Yep. But it's just it's interesting to see kind of like the dichotomy between this version of him and that version of him. Mm-hmm. And I think he has like an orange tie in that one to like do the callback to his like weird orange coat. My man, Randy Orlando's running around with like an orange raincoat thing i don't know what that is <laughs> i don't know what that is his it's just that's just randy orlando for you his hot lady uh cover for his his they're called enigmas <laughs> in this game right yes yeah he's got his hot lady cover for that <laughs> <laughs> i love randy uh... I love Randy. But yeah, like I said, all all four of these characters are so well written and I'm really attached to all of them at this point. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm excited to eventually get Reverie so that we can get more of them, but Yes. Um obviously we're gonna have to get another game before that, which is gonna be the second one to this. Mm-hmm. Which I'm very excited to play now. Yay. Um but yeah, you're right. Like the the like underlying politics and corruption is is really the the key focus here. Mm-hmm. Like it's the underlying plot of the game. Other than that, like you said, they're just kind of doing their jobs, helping people out. Yeah, investigating. Like, the first chapter is just them going around doing their job. Yeah. And it's like, all right, we just gotta we gotta do some detective work, and eventually we do do some detective work and find out the mafia is doing dumb stuff. All right, here's a dog that's gonna save us. Yay! Not a dog, it's a divine wolf. <laughs> He's a doggo, please. Um. Also, I love his his um. He is a doggo. He's a pure and lovely doggo. Um, I love his his animation when he's on high speed. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that. I don't know if I did either, but that um, sounds like it would be very good. It's really good. He's just like wobbly. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> he looks crazy. <laughs> I just like the fact that you save him or like you get his help and then he just goes to the, the SSS office and is just like, I all right, I, I stay here now. Yep. And Sergey's just like, he just he just showed up, plopped down, and I was just like, All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm not dealing you with it. You deal this. with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out to smoke. Yep. I'm gonna go read the paper. I love that that's his decision. He's just like, I nope. Not not today. Not dealing with this. That's that's all you kids. <laughs> there is a giant wolf in our office. How did it even open the door? He's just that good. I guess so. I love how he's very soon to rage. Just like, oh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll help you guys. Oh, yeah, he super is. If you want it. If you want it, because you guys are useless, but I kind of like you anyway. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Um, the second chapter is kind of just, it's essentially kind of the same thing, where you're just going around doing your job, but this time it's like there are more ties into both Mafia 
corporations now. So you have to like wade into that and figure out what exactly is going on. Get a little bit into the supernatural elements of the game because you go to Stargazer's Tower there. Yeah, it's spooky. And then you get to see a play. Or not a play, a performance, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Um, which also is funny on high speed, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think we did that when we were playing through it originally together. <laughs> we did. It's really good. They spin very fast. Very fast. Because it's, it's like the comparison I was making was like Circuit du Soleil. Yes. Um, it, it's kind of like that. Um, and just as a side note because it's funny uh one of the things in the like esrb rating thing is um that there's boob jiggle not the booba and the boob jiggle is because of like a second in the opening where <laughs> where Risha's boobs jiggle when she's dancing because she has big booba they're like no we can't we're gonna point that out. Yep. <laughs> I like the fa- I like the idea that NIS America had to be like had to include that in their supercut of like here's what things could be need to be rated for this video game. Yep. Here's a second of boob jiggle. Just a second of it. That's it. And it's funny because like when you look at the game itself, you're like, how is there possibly boob jiggle in this game? But it's because, right. <laughs> it's because of the animated opening. Oops. Um, but yeah, Rishia has 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 big booba. So, you know, I'm not surprised there's a little jiggle there. It's also kind of funny that they don't even, like, try and drag out the reveal that she's Yen. No, they don't. It's just, like, in that chapter, like she's, like, goes on the roof and is like, hello, it is me. Yep. <laughs> and there's, like, all right, cool. Neato. <laughs> like, it's not ever addressed again, really. No, but, like, they don't even, like, try and, like, drag out like oh who's this gonna be who's this big reveal all right here you go here it is (laughs) now you know moving on well we'll deal with this next game um although we did get the big reveal of like the um the secretary guy being a freaking weirdo yes and that comes up again later on where he's definitely a weirdo in more ways than one (laughs) yeah yeah um seems earnest Mm mm-hmm He's no he ain't, he ain't being earnest anymore. He ain't being earnest anymore. He's he works for um for Mayor McDowell, which by the way, in case you didn't know, Ellie is is related to Mayor McDowell. What? Whoa. What? Um, I do really appreciate her moment of like trying to figure out what she wants to do. Yeah. Um, even though Lloyd's big dumb energy on the roof. <laughs> She's like, Lloyd, Lloyd, please, do you understand what you're doing? Do you, do you... He's like, no, I do not. No, I do not. I'm just trying to give you a pep talk. That's I'm it. I'm just helping. I help. I help. <laughs> um, She's like, please. And then Tio and Randy are like, so what happened on the roof, you guys? Nothing. Nothing. Um, But they all have like that that really good moment. Like Tio has the one in the geo front. Mm-hmm. Um. Where she she has her little heart to heart with Lloyd, and he also has a, a dumb moment there too. Um, and then Randy gets his little heart to heart like on the blanket after the after the race. the race. Yeah, it's very good. Like they all have really really good bonding moments where you're like, 
I really like this character. Mm -hmm. And they're all having to grapple. Even Lloyd has to grapple with like, why am I actually doing this? Why am I here? Yeah. Um, because this is not what Lloyd wanted to do. No. <laughs> like he 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 became a detective. Like he has a I was gonna say detective degree, but that's not it. Like certification. A license. He license, he passed the test for to be a detective. Yeah. And apparently like was very impressive at it because like people were shocked that he did it so young or something like that. Um He's just a rookie cop. Or, or oh my God, he's Leon S. Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. Or he scored super high. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something impressive that he did. And then like, and yet you're with this team. And he's also questioning that, like, this is not what I was planning to do. Like, I was supposed to follow after Guy, not Guy Fieri. My, 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 if only. <laughs> my, <laughs> Where's the mod for that? We're in Flavortown now. <laughs> Crossville is Flavortown. Um, <laughs> Guy Bannings, his older brother with a mullet, um, which, of course, Lloyd ends up getting his own mullet eventually. Sigh. Um, runs in the family. It does. It runs in the family. Um, but yeah, you're still, like trying to follow after him. And so you you get like really good scenes with Lloyd of like, what what is this? Mm -hmm. This is not it. This is not what I was trying to do. And then like, realizes that he can have he can make a difference doing this so he sticks with it it's great yeah really great um there was something else i was gonna bring up that's one thing that they don't actually go into a lot in this game is the things with guy like you don't get a whole lot of information on guy at all and like what happened with him it's very like vaguely alluded to like you know he was killed in the line of duty you you essentially only know what lloyd knows essentially like yeah in terms of like what happened and yeah. like some other people kind of ch chime in here and there of like oh well i know about this part of it but like we still don't know the the, the broad story here of exactly what happened to him mm -hmm. it's just like people being like i th think this could have been what happened but i don't know yeah Especially later on when you find some other stuff out. But yeah, it's still just a bunch of like, this is what I heard. I don't know, but th I don't know. <laughs> I do really appreciate that Sergey took Lloyd under his wing. Like, mm -hmm. after we find out that he worked with Guy. Yeah. He's like, I like these Bannings kids. I'm going to keep them around. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also have the really good relationship with... Uh, with Cecile, or is that how you say her name? I think so. The the former fiance of Guy. Yes. Um. Like Lloyd has basically like a brother relationship with her, like understandably because they were going to be family. Right, um, he's very jealous. He's so mad. He he, <laughs> he he's like little brother one percenter over here. <laughs> He gets so mad a few times about being the little brother one because um because um, Elia the 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 other dancer gal at one point is like ah oh, yeah you know you're the little brother and he's like mm. the little brother type uh, and then he gets I think he gets mad during like the festival when he finds out he went out with her and then the Seeker sisters yep he does <laughs> yep <laughs> oh man. Um, 
Yeah, that's all really, really funny. It's real good. He just seeds a little bit. Poor Randy. Poor Randy. He just wants all the ladies. He just wants all the ladies, and he's like, man, your your sister gal is a hot nurse. This is unfair. <laughs> um, although he does point out at one point, like, you're really kind of dumb, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Which was, was pretty good that Randy's just like, um, wow, not a whole lot upstairs there on you, huh? <laughs> Very pretty. No brains. No brains. <laughs> I think is that that's that's. I'm assuming that's what happens in the intermission part. Mm. Did you not get that part? No, because I didn't have Randy with me. Oh right, right, right. I right. think I, instead Ellie just like calls her an airhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ra- so basically, everyone there is just like, "Oh wow, you're kind of dumb, aren't you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's 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 the same situation because she. Uh, like, she thinks that Kia is, which we haven't even really touched on Kia, but she thinks that Kia is um, Lloyd's kid, and Lloyd's like, it is, huh? it is physically impossible for me to have had this kid, um, and you're aware of that, because you know my age, and you've been around me most of my life. Because um, you didn't get, you don't get the part, like, I'm guessing there, where she thinks it's, it's Lloyd and Ellie's kid. <laughs> no, so we didn't get that and part. And she's just very wild, and, and they're like both like, no, this is not the case. <laughs> Um, she does think that you're getting married to Randy, though. <laughs> Which I appreciate that she's so open-minded because she's like that earlier on. She's like, so which yeah. of these is your girlfriend? Is it her or is it her? Or is it him? Is it him? I'll support that. It's like, cool. Uh. And that's another thing that I really appreciate about Randy. And I mentioned this to you when this was happening. This has just become me ranting about how much I love Randy Orlando. Um, who's surprised? Who's surprised? But there's this part um, where, like, Cecile is talking about like, hey, you know, are it, are you two together like them? I'm okay with that. And he's like, ah, we could be, I guess. Like, he doesn't do any of the like dumb like gay panic, like toxic masculinity, like a lot of the mm-hmm. like this type of character tends to do. Um, he Especially have a game from like 12 years ago. Right, right. He just rolls with it. He's like, all right, cool, I guess. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. He's just, he's just, he's here. He's just Randy Orlando. He wants, he wants to have fun. If it, if it has a pretty lady interested in him, he's, he's good. He's down. Um, which is interesting knowing that like, he actually does have a gal that he's like particularly interested in. Um, but it's, it's, a. Uh, it's not really blatant here, especially because of how many women he hits on in the game. Yeah. Um, but he does have a lady that he's like particularly got his eye on. She doesn't even have a character portrait in this game. So rude. So rude. So rude. Um anyway, I interrupted. We we got to the the the, the performance. Yeah, basically we kinda went over I guess what happens, like, you know, Ernest tries to kill the the mayor. And they're like, no, you ain't doing that. And they meet Dudley, who's like, bruh, what are you guys doing? This isn't your department. This yeah, is my He's the thing. very strict detective from the other, from the actual police department, essentially. Yeah, he's he's from, like, the first detective yeah. part. First division. First division. There you go. Thank you. Um, um, but, yeah, that that's that all happens during the performance. Yep. Everyone's like, oh, well, interesting. Um, chapter three is the festival chapter. 
Ah, that one's a long one. It's a long one, but also, again, it's kind of a lot of you going around just doing, doing stuff. Doing your job. Like, do you want to go give out tickets to people? <laughs> like, yes, that's what I want to do. Yep. Um, but there are some th- some very interesting things that happen in this chapter. Like, the Ren stuff happens in this chapter, which is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the auction happens in this chapter at the end of the, the end of the chapter on the final day. Correct. Which we get to see some, we meet some interesting characters there. Um, also just as a side note, because I feel like you need to know this. Um, so Kia at one point calls Dudley like a, a, like grumpy old man or something like that. Yes. Do you know how old Dudley is? He's probably like 30. Not even. He's tw- he's in his tw- <laughs> he's twenty he's twenty seven in this game. He's twenty eight in the next game. To be fair, he has an old looking face. He he does. That man seems a. <laughs> he's grumpy. Um, yeah, man is he, not aged well. He's twenty seven. <laughs> That's why he's just like, what the heck? Yeah, he's like, what? Excuse me. Run that by me again. Oh, man. Anyway, um, so yeah, we get the festival. And like you said, there's a lot of important stuff. And actually, um, some things that happen in in this chapter and then the the final one are actually way more important than you would even think because they've come into play Ooh. in the second game. <gasps> what? I took uh, too many breaths there. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot happens here, and it's 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 good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the Rin stuff, where like they find out she is the the hacker known as Kitty, which they kind of like really implied that was going to be the case. Mm-hmm. But then, like you know, you get to help her out, and she gets to learn about like her her original family and everything, mm-hmm. and get to see like hey, they're okay, everything's fine, they still care about her and everything. She gets to save her little brother, and like they both mm-hmm. end up crying on this on the road. Yeah, which is cute. Which is very good. Um, and you also get to see a little bit more of, like, the the relationship between, like, her and Estelle and Joshua, which mm. is very indirect because, like, they don't get to interact here or anything. But, like, they show up, like, afterwards and are like, oh, we're going to catch that little young'un. Oh, I'm going to get her. And we're going to make her part of our family. She's going to become part of our family. Which, like, we haven't really talked about it, but, like, you know, they are, those two are a very big part of this game, which is mm-hmm. interesting because, like, they are, you know, the protagonist of... Trails in Sky 1 and 2, you know, coming into this game, kind of being supporting characters to help bring up the these new group of characters and everything, mm-hmm. but still having a bit of familiarity from the previous games as well. And, like, I think they are used really well here. Like, they don't really, like, steal the show or anything. Like, they aren't super overpowering compared to, like, these new characters who are the focal point of the game and everything. But, like, they bring in such a different dynamic and energy compared to everyone else. Yeah. And it really helps alleviate this or elevate this game I should say in a different way than if like they weren't here I think that they they definitely add quite a lot to the game without like you said overshadowing because you can do that really easily by adding in like characters from old games yeah um but they're they're used sparingly enough that you know they're there you know that they're like important to what's going on like you can look at the board in the bracer guild and see like where where they are that day mm-hmm. and go check in on them and see like what they're what they're up to which is fun um hey, what are you kids up to i basically always did that i would go check the bracer board and see where they were and go check on them and see what they're doing um 
But I mean, they're they're out just doing their job and also trying to investigate what's going on with Ren. And yeah. So like, they're kind of doing the same thing that you are in the sense that they're doing doing their jobs. But they they show up and have, like you said, a, a really good dynamic with the crew. Like Estelle wanting to beat the ever loving out of um. Is it Wade? Is that his name? The the big yes. the big guy. That sounds right. The big guy in downtown. Yeah. Um, like she was really ready to beat him down. Everyone's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and, and Josh was just She's like, "This is just how she is." Sorry. Yeah. And then like sh- they both got so into that race. It was it was really funny. It was real good. It was real good. She was so disappointed that they didn't win though. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, but you were talking about the whole thing with Kitty. This is also where we get some backstory on Tio. Yes. Um, because you have to take her into the geofront, which um, I guess that's another thing that um, Yona is introduced, mm-hmm. and um, he's he's also. Which I wonder if you would call if you would do you do a Yona or Jonah. I don't know. Would you? Because they again they use the Y for a J here. You're right. You're right. So I don't. Because he comes back up in Cold Steel, right? Yeah. I don't remember what they call him in that, though. So that's... Jonah. 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 <laughs> uh, we'll just call him Jonah, then, um, yeah. just to keep some consistency. But Jonah, um, we, we find out that he's just, like, chilling out in the geofront. He just lives down there. He just lives down there and eats pizza. And, and hacks. Um, and so he, he basically asked Tio, like, help me find Kitty. And so... Lloyd and Tio go by themselves so that um, Randy and Ellie can like continue doing their actual jobs. Yeah. Um, and Tio uses her. Um, oh shoot! What's the system called? She has a she has a fancy. Yeah, system. I I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what it's called. Um. But she uses that and it takes a lot out of her. And um, at one point, it's funny because they have like a little heart to heart. And Jonah's like, "By the way, you you, you guys know that you're um, on speaker, <laughs> I'm right? On, I'm still on the line, right? Yeah, you know, y'all y'all know that, right? Yep. Okay. Just just checking. Cool. Um. So that was that was good. I'm trying to figure. I'm I'm looking to see if I can find out what that's called. I want to say it's called like Axis, but it's Aeon, Aeon system. Aeon, yes. Um, so she uses her Aeon She's system, her Aeons. and yes, and it takes a lot out of her. And she explains like, "Oh, by the way, I knew your brother." Yes. Um, and he he made a promise to me. Um, because he ended up rescuing me from. From a really terrible situation where there was like human experimentation and I was mm-hmm. the only survivor and um then Lloyd finally puts a bunch of stuff together of like, oh, that was that mission that my brother went out on one point where like I thought he was gonna go cheat on still. Yeah. <laughs> but he was actually just, you know getting to you. Um but she she like has all these feelings about Guy because of like him rescuing her and um, like the promises they made. And Lloyd is like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, keep that promise. She's like, no, no. 
Make your new prom. Make your own promise. Make, make your own promise. Do it. Um, but that's such a good moment with the two of them. Yeah. And I love that. Like that's where you first like start hearing like what happened to her because up until that point she's kind of a mystery because she's much younger than everybody else. She's fourteen, whereas um, Ellie and Lloyd are eighteen. Randy's twenty one. Um. So like there's there's a bit of a gap there. Right. Um, obviously she has her Aeon system. She has her like chest shield thing mm-hmm. that protects her. And she's also working for um is it Epstein Foundation? Yeah. Um, as like a researcher, and they're like, Wow, there's a lot happening there. Um, so this is the first time that we actually get like in-depth story of like who the heck she is yeah because that's crazy then we find out a lot more later on sure do yep um there is a scene early on at the hospital sorry my hair is in the way um if you go into the nurse's station you can talk to the old lady nurse and she recognizes tio it's like a hidden scene you can get Hidden scene. It's really cute. Um, so yeah, we get all of that, and then I think the last part of this chapter is kind of like where the big stuff happens. It's kind of where mm-hmm. the the story really begins to open up because you go into this auction, which is basically this secret society auction, where it's just like here's a bunch of bad things that are getting auctioned off, like just stolen goods and like all this high value stuff that you know you normally would not be able to get it's all black market stuff super illegal stuff. yeah and so it's just a bunch of like here's a bunch of political people the mafia's here very shady people are all here and we have to go kind of sneak into it and they get invitations from Ren for helping mm-hmm. her out and essentially like they've been told like hey don't worry about that don't don't look into it. It's going to be hard to get in. Like you're not going to be able to do anything. So just just forget about the it. The police all these... know about it, but we can't do anything about it. Yeah. So we just ignore and then, it. And then they get the invitations from Red. She's like, "Hey, I had some invitations. You want to take these?" And they're like, "Oh, well, I guess we're gonna go here and do this." Mm. So you yep. get to go to um, Michelum. Yep. The the theme park and everything. And there you also meet Lecter for the first time. Him in his Hawaiian shirts. Anyway, his sunglasses. Playing Wonder Wall, just being a weird dude. He's being so weird. What a guy. He's such a gremlin in this game. Well, in the next mm-hmm. game too, but he's such a gremlin compared to like how he is later. Yeah. Um and I mean he he in in the Sky series, like he had a few scenes and like he was really well known for sneaking off from being like class president and like going to sleep on the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you, you kind of have some idea of him being, like, a weirdo. But at this point, he's like, I'm just going to lean super hard into this weirdo stuff. I'm on vacation-ish. I'm here for work, kind of. But also, I'm here to to relax. Like I'm here for, for leisure as well. I sent you that picture of him petting the cat. Yeah, it's <laughs> been of, over. Like one of my favorite pictures of this game is him just, like, Looking like somebody has caught him doing something completely <laughs> terrible. And it's just him petting True. the cat. That he's also renamed this cat. Yep. <laughs> because he didn't like the name that it originally had. Super weirdo. He's so weird. 
Um, he also like threatens you on the boat, and then everyone's like, "Um, this is bad." And he's like, "Ah, I'm just kidding." Jk, Jk, I'm just joshing. Hey. <laughs> you really think that somebody do that? That's weird. Yeah, you you meet him. <laughs> you do meet him, yeah. Um, you also can see Randy Orlando in a bolo tie, which I thought was a great touch. Yep, if you pick him. Yes, you have to pick him, but you, I mean, that's the obvious choice here. I knew that you would appreciate the tie. <laughs> I so knew you would. Um, everybody else looks adorable in their outfits, too. Yeah. Um, like, Tio gets a really cute, like, flouncy dress. Um, Ellie gets um, one that shows off the booba a lot. The booba. A lot. Um, Great routine. And then, depending on what's happening, um, Lloyd has to, like, come up with a backstory uh, and wear his glasses. Yes. <laughs> no one will recognize me with these glasses. No one. Um, so, like, with, uh, with Ellie, you pretend to be, like, dating. With Tio, you pretend that you're siblings. And then with Randy, you're just like, this is my bud. This is my bro. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> uh, and then you just go around and do stuff. You run into, um, what's her face? Maria Bell? Yeah, Maria Bell, which I guess we forgot to mention that she exists. And, and she's just like, hey, I'll, I'll get you some seats over here. You want to come hang out? It's weird that you're here. Also, it's weird that I'm here. Anyways, let's go have a little sit seat. Sit seat. Uh, Wazy's there. Yep. Being a, just a dude. <laughs> He's being uh, like a host, like an yes. escort. <laughs> yeah. Which is his side hustle. <laughs> and they're hustle. like, what? <laughs> yep. He's like, yeah, I just make money from this or whatever. The ladies want me and I, I will provide for the ladies. And they're just like, all right, cool. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll hang out with y'all guys. <laughs> And then the funny thing the is boys. That, that, like, the whole thing blows up with the, the gal that he went with and, like, their relationship. So he just, like, is off the clock, basically. He's like, all right, cool. I'm just here now. Like, they're yeah. they're fighting. Their marriage is over. I'll just go hang out with you guys afterwards, whatever. <laughs> um, Kilika's also there. Yes. Um, Which is something we haven't mentioned. Kilika is, um, she was a character in Sky. Mm -hmm. She's... From Calvert, she was, um, uh... What did you say? She was, like, a secretary of the Bracers or something? Yeah, basically, like, what, um... What's his name? Michelle. Michelle. What he is, um... At the Bracer Guild in Crossbell. Like, she, right. was, she was that. Um... So, like, I I did not know her, obviously, because I haven't played Sky, but, like, they she came in with, like, a, a full character portrait, and I was like, okay, you are an important character. <laughs> you are somebody Noted. I should know. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but she's there. Um, the the old lady from the back alley's there. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought that funny. Like, you go talk to her, and they're like, what are you doing here? And she's like, you know, I like to see the weird goods that come here. And they're like, all right, cool. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly tracks, because this lady runs, like, a curiosity shop in the back alley. So... Is like a real estate mogul, but also like knows everything that's happening in Crossbell as well. So it's yep. like, yeah, it makes sense you're here. Tracks, completely tracks. Um, yeah, Wazi being there is hilarious. Yeah. Also, he's wearing uh, a crop top, which is great. <laughs> Eventually, like you, you sneak out because you're gonna go find some stuff and like see what all goods are there. You run into Yin, who's also there beating up some mafia dudes, and you're like, "Hey, what's up?" And 
Yen's like, hey, by the way, there's a thing in here there's that's a like bomb. a bomb. You should go check that out. I'm going to go. See you later. Going to jump out through the window. Yeah. And then you go find this 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 trunk and it, there's this lady or like a, a young girl in there and it's Kia. And you're like, what the heck is going on? You're doing human trafficking here? This is what is happening? Up. And then you got to go fight your way through all the mafia dudes to get out of there. And you run into the big guy. Killing bear, the Jaeger, the Jaeger man, and you have yep. to fight him, and then you basically like you get cornered all the way to the docks, and it's like, oh, the the boat left. We have nowhere to go. We're gonna fight here. Randy taps into his his secret Jaeger power, and everyone's like, oh, uh oh, and then the the chief shows up with with the dog, and they're like, get on the boat. We gotta go. Let's go. <laughs> this is very good. It's very good. And then you just drive out of there, and you're like, hey, this is all what happened. We found this girl. What did we do? And they're like, uh, we're going to keep her, I guess. Yep. Also, we're just going to have a little truce with the mafia because they don't want to go to jail for human trafficking, and we don't know where this girl's from, so we're just going to have a, a little uneasy truce for the time being. Also, y'all technically trespassed. <laughs> so there's that, too. Technically. We had invitations. Y- yeah, well, um, the mafia didn't see it that way. Yeah, well, they can eat a butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that 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 was crazy. Yes. Um, so, so now then, you have Kia. Yeah, you get your little intermission chapter where you get to go run around with Kia and then go talk to people. Be like, hey, do you know this girl? Do you know what you think about this? Can we help her with her memories? And everyone's like, no, I don't know. <laughs> Can't help you. But you also just get like to spend some time with her and get some good character interactions with get everyone. To know who she is. Yeah, which is a little fun little thing. And then you get into chapter four, and it's about drugs. Drugs. (laughs) Drugs have hit the streets of Crossville. Oh, no. Not the drugs. Also, uh, hey, you get shot up. Yes. And you're like, well, that's weird. So you have to investigate these drugs, and then where the mafia went, because everyone's gone. (laughs) You get to go dive through their entire building, which is just very weird. Yep. I like labyrinth. I, I like that at one point the dialogue mentions like yeah he's a big fan of like mystery novels and like having all these weird setups and it's like you don't say yeah you uh you learn about these drugs that essentially like essentially um elevate a person's like skills and everything to where like they just kind of like change personalities essentially but they're also able to kind of do whatever they want mm-hmm. um. Also, just as a side note, in in the game, they pronounce it gnosis. Um, gnosis, G N O S I S. But when I was reading it initially without the voice acting, my brain just called it gnosis. Yeah. So I don't know what you called it. I don't know. I didn't say. I didn't say it out loud until just now. So. Um. I just, just heard what they said and was like, okay. <laughs> The song that goes along with that is legitimately the most unsettling song I've ever heard in a video it's game. Very in my messed up. It's so unsettling. Like I legitimately went to my brother, sent him this track, and said, "Tell me why this song is so upsetting to me. What is it sonically about this song that messes with me so bad?" And he broke it down. He's like, "This is exactly what they're doing in order to make the hedgehog in it." Yes. Um, and he's like, this is this is what the 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 audio is doing to make you feel like that, and I was just like, God, that is like the most unsettling song, and it kept coming up, and I'm like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope, nope. 
Um, it's like the one song that, um, like when it comes up on the, I have the soundtrack on my phone. When it comes up on shuffle, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. It's like sun. Except for like this one's terrifying and sun's just awful. Sun's chaotic. This is terror. Yeah, this one legitimately is so upsetting to me. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's prayer time that a song is like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> So like, the mafia hideout is very weird because it's very puzzle based, and you're just the whole time be like you said, there's kind of like this is very weird. Why is this house or this building like this? But eventually, you you get up to like the the Dawn's office, and there's a chest back there that has I think like ledgers of like the drug trafficking that they've been doing. I think there's yep. a sample of the drugs there. Yep. And there's also guy's badge, which it doesn't really get touched upon. Mm-mm. In this game, they kind of they go into it a little bit later in the in the final chapter, but it's just like, oh, that's weird. That that's here. Anyways, we gotta go talk about these drugs to the chief, and chief's like, oh boy, we got some backstory to talk about. I got an <laughs> info dump for you. Anyways, you hear about this cult? They're real bad. They they did these drugs and human experiments, and they were doing a lot of bad stuff, and we snuffed them out. But it seems like we didn't snuff them out good enough because they're back, and that's real bad. And we gotta we gotta stomp this in the mud immediately. Um. So the cult is called D. Therefore G. Dig. No, I mean that's how you pronounce it. D. Therefore G. Dig. <laughs> <laughs> um. D triangle G. And it ties in the backstory of Tio and Ren. Yes. Which is crazy. Because they were both. In lodges. Victims of the of this cult. Um, you mentioned that they go into some of this, some of the rent stuff, I think, in the, the Trails in the Sky games. The third. Yeah. And then they go into stuff of Tio in this game as well. Um, so you get to kind of understand what this cult is and why they're very bad. Which I mentioned to you, these are two very different types of lodges because Tio's lodge was mainly like human experimentation mm-hmm. with children. Um, and the one that Ren was in was sex trafficking. Right. So. Um, very and, different, but also very bad things. Very bad things. And also you find out that like the reason that that politician was able to be like manipulated all the time was because he was um, a person who frequented Paradise, the, the sex trafficking lodge. Mm-hmm. Which, again, children, children. Um, yep. So they were like, hey, we have dirt on you. Hmm, you want to do what we say? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely do. I will do this dirt. Yep. Um. Anyway. Um, yeah. Drugs. You eventually, you send the the drugs off to this doctor you know who's this very eccentric, weird fishing doctor. Like, you're like fish. hey, figure out what's in this. And he's like, okay, I'll call you back noon the next day. Mm-hmm. And then he never calls you back, and you're like, that's very weird. And this leads into, like, the final chapter stuff, where you have to go to the hospital, and you find out, like, oh, everyone's been held hostage at the hospital. The mafia's here. They're amped up and more powerful. It's very bizarre. We don't know what's happening. There's also supernatural stuff going on. Supernatural stuff going on. They are kind of just doing their own thing. Um, So you have to fight through all of that and kind of free everyone. And then you get up to, like, the top floor where the, the doctor's office is, and he's not there, but he has, like, these files out that go into, like, the cult stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm a member of this cult. Hey, hey, how hula. Yep. <laughs> and then Ernest shows up and is like, hello, I'm back. <laughs> I'm a cult member now. Yay. And then you beat his 
and he flies away on a dragon <laughs> and then and then Ren shows up and he's like hey good job doing that uh I'll just be watching for now you should go beat up that cult they're very bad anyways here's uh Potter Motter I'm gonna fly away on him a mech. see you like, later what is what happening, is happening? <laughs> And then essentially you have to go back to the SSS building and you kind of learned that, oh, by the way, everything's bad in Crossbell. Like yep. the mafia is kind of taken over. Also, the Guardian Force has been Drugged. brainwashed as well. And you have to fight through all of them. You get uh, Dudley and Sergey working with you, which is very good. Very good. Um, which one thing I do appreciate is that throughout the game, you hear how much Randy Orlando hates his former like leader at the yes. guardian force like he's just constantly on this guy which uh, it, it's earned um but that guy is the one who like was able to be manipulated to give the yes. the force the drugs and compared yeah. to the other lady um sonia is that her name i think so um, um who is obviously very capable and does yeah. not do that <laughs> But also, like, they, they mentioned, like, that, that dude that Randy used to work for was also, like, one of Speaker Hartman's kind of, like, lapdogs. His or, cronies. Like, yeah, so, like, that's kind of also why he would be able to be easily manipulated, because that guy's also being manipulated, so he's going to be like, hey, do this as well, blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep. <laughs> so that happens. Uh, so, yeah, you eventually all of you go to the, the bank and try and hide out there. The IBC. Yeah, because the... The president of the bank gets to, gets his car is like, hey, I'm going to pick you up and get you out of here. We're just going to go to the bank and hide out for a while. Yo, that scene at East Crossbell, like when he picks you up, was such a good moment. Mm -hmm. um, it's not as good as the moment leaving Crossbell, but um, with him just like swerving in and being like, get in. Get in. And we're going to the bank. Go to the bank. I've got stuff. We can This car's it. bulletproof. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Not later. Nope, not later. Nope. Um, um, but yeah, you get you get to hole up there at the bank, and like they're like, oh, by the way, we have goods here for everything. So if you need stuff, we we got it for you. It's like, all right, cool. Um, this is where you get that bonding moment scene. Yes, which um, I was gonna tell you on recording what what happened more in mine, um, mm -hmm. because I told you a little bit, but um, so I I did the calculations wrong, and I didn't get all three people, but I got Tio. Um, Tio Tot. Tio Tot. And um, Tio has this whole sequence where she's like, hey, so for that promise that um, you were going to make for me, can can we go to Michelin together? And Lloyd's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. I'll, I'll make that promise. Can we bring everybody? And she's like, no. No, we can't bring everybody. It's going to be me and you. She, like, bonks him at one point. <laughs> Which you see early on that, like, she's a big Michelin fan. Like, when yeah. they go to the theme park, she's like, <gasps> I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm very here to work. And then, like, everything that you get for her room is related yeah. to Michi. <laughs> it's real good. Um, But she's like, I, I want it to be me and you. The second time we go, everybody else can go. But yeah. I just want it to be me and you. I want that to be our new promise. And he's like, all right, mm -hmm. cool. We'll, we'll do that. So, like, she... Yay. She pulls, like, which this is something that comes up pretty often. We've sort of hinted at this. Lloyd's kind of a dumb when it comes to, like, what women are hinting. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, she was like, yeah, I kind of like you, which, mm, not really into the whole. Sketchy. Yep. Sketchy. Yep. Um. Didn't really like that part, because uh, he very obviously sees her as a kid. 
Yeah. He very obviously sees her as a kid, which it's fine if she has a crush on him. Because, like, yeah. And it's I, not reciprocal. It's not reciprocal. I would be fine with that, which he doesn't. He, he He's very, like, doesn't get it. Just wants to go to the theme park with her. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm, I'm fine with that, but like, yeah, ooh, yeah. could be a little sketchy if, 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 if that was not the case. Yeah. You got Ellie. I, I got Ellie and that was kind of the one where Lloyd actually wasn't a dumb. Really? I remember that I got that one, but I don't remember what happened. Yo, they almost smooch. Whoa, what? Yeah. And they get interrupted because he like hugs her from behind and everything. Oh, and she's like, oh, and they're about to like do something and, like they get interrupted, I think by like one of the offices or the elevator going off they're like oh we gotta, we gotta go oh no <laughs> and then like you go into the office of the president and maria bell is there and she's like what did you do why are you blushing why are you both blushing i don't like this it's <laughs> <laughs> very funny oh my god so yeah lloyd was actually like he was putting the moves on <laughs> which to be fair i think that ellie is like the canonical yeah, romance interest here yeah. Um. But but yeah, I'm glad that he like wasn't a complete dumb. No, he situation. was. He was. They were going for it, and then they get interrupted. Oh well, too bad um, for that. So yeah, then after that, you learn that like, oh, the Guardian Force is here. They're gonna bomb the gate, and they're like, that gate's gonna hold, right? And like, no, we gotta go disarm those bombs. <laughs> so you go do that, and you go fight off some dudes. Um. Fight off some people that Randy Orlando worked with. And then the doctor shows up with a via body he's controlling. He's like, hey, by the way, this is what I'm doing. Ha, ha, ha. I'm here. Come find me. Blah, 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 blah. And he disappears. And then you're about to get surrounded, I think, by, like, a bunch of other dudes. And then Sergey and Dudley show back up. And then also the gangs, both of the gangs show up. And they're like, we're going to beat up these guys for you. And I was like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> the boys are back in town. <laughs> and then Ario shows up, too. Yes. Like the whole gang's here. And yeah, like, everybody's right, here. We gotta go. Except for like, I don't, I don't think Estella and Joshua show up, but because they're, I think they're at the the ancient battlefield. They are correct. They're trying to figure out how to get in there. Yeah, so like that's where you eventually go, and that's where you find all the cult stuff and their secret base and everything. And it's your, it's your very typical trails final dungeon type deal where it's you know got all the supernatural elements and it's very long and you gotta do a lot of stuff here and there, and then you go fight a final boss. I do appreciate that. Um. Like, Estelle and Joshua actually are party members potentially here. Like, yes. you can add them in if you want to, which was... They are your guest characters Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I guess it should sort of be mentioned, um, because it comes up in Randy's bonding scene, that, like, he talks a bit about his past as a Jaeger. Right. Um, You don't get as much of his past here, but, like, he... He was in Red Constellation. Um, his mm-hmm. his dad was like the War God. Yeah. Um, so they call him Son of War God. Um, but he Del War God. <laughs> he um. He's just like super super traumatized by it and doesn't want to be a part of that anymore. So. Wow! It, doesn't even mention his sister. <laughs> it's his cousin. Same difference. She'll 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 be in the next game. You'll see her. Okay. That's fine. Um, but yeah, like he he's been like killing people since he was like four. Yeah. So he's 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 pretty sad about that whole thing. Um he's had, he's had some he's had some some 
difficult times. Man, everybody in this game has trauma. It's really like, well, no, Ellie still has trauma because her parents abandoned her. <laughs> and she saw some dude she knew all her life try to murder her grandpa. Yeah, that too. That too. That ain't great. <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah, so you get to go into the like circle of hell type thing. Um, yep. I do appreciate the one part where there's like a section where it was like, is this is this blood? Is this a river of blood? No. They're like, no, we would smell it. It's cool. Yeah, no, that's. I was that's... instantly reminded of us playing um, uh, House of Ashes because we had that exact thing. But it was actual blood this time. It was that actual time. blood. Where's Ashley Tisdale? Where is Ashley Tisdale? Uh, but yeah, you 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 fight your way down all the way to the end, and that's where you fight the doctor who has just gone off the rocker. Yeah, he's in terms uh... of. What he wants, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, Kia is our god, and we want her." Because he's mentioned this before in this chapter already. Mm-hmm. But he's like, "He is our god. We want her to lead us into the promised land and take control over the church and everything, because they're bad and we're good." And blah 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 blah. And then you fight him, and it's a big fight. You beat him once, and then he's like, "I'm gonna use this power from Trails in the Sky or Trails in the Sky Two, whichever one." Because they mentioned that, or Cell and Josh were like, hey, this is a par- power that this dude had, the Weisman. professor had, yep. Roisman had, yes. Um, that was the first game. Okay, I, I I don't know, so I was just no, covering you're... my bases, but yeah. You're good, you're good. He uses that power, and he's like, oh, I've beat you now, you can't get out of this. And then Lloyd's like, no, nah, I'm going to use my powers of emotion to break out of this, because you suck. He just like, <laughs> bless it. And everyone's like, oh, cool, we can do this as well. He He, he uses his power of pep talks. Yeah, and then like, I think Estelle and Josh are like, wow, this guy, his, he can copy it, but he's way infinitely less powerful than this other guy was. Mm-hmm. And then he just turns into a full-blown demon. Yep. <laughs> and then you fight him again and beat him, and then he just blows up and dies. Um, There is also a part where Ren interferes. Yes, that's, that's, that's I think, right at the end, I think, or something. She basically is like, I can't watch anymore. I'm going to help you out and use this powder matter to, like, shoot him with rockets. And then you just go into a, a last fight with him and just beat the tar, the tar out of him and win. Yep. Which is very good. Um, like you said, he just dies. And they're like, man, that sucks. We couldn't we couldn't bring him in for justice or anything. And I think Estelle and Josh were like, look, that's just going to happen, y'all. Yep. <laughs> you got to deal with it. Like, you ain't going to be able to catch everyone. And then you get the good scene with Ren, Estelle, and Joshua. Where she's able to finally join their family. I love how Potter Potter's just like, he's holding her and then he's lets her down, is like pushing her towards them. And she's like, she's no! Like, no! What are you doing? Why are you betraying me? <laughs> and Estelle and Joshua are like, oh, well, I guess the, the dude who worked on you must have added in some new features for him. Yay! Potter Potter's like, you need to go to your family. Go. <laughs> they care for you. They are your family. And I am a robot. Yeah. She was very, she was very upset because she didn't want to. She didn't feel like they would accept her or anything. They're like, no, we, we accept you for who you are, for everything that's happened to you. Like, that's just how it's going to be. You are our family now. And then they're like, she's like, okay, I guess I will be a part of your family now. And they all have a nice, very good moment together. It's very good. Even, like, for someone like me who, like I said, haven't had the experience with those characters like you have. Like, it's still a really, really good and touching moment. It is really good. And and part of her concern is because they they... Which, this is kind of a strange thing for me, because Joshua is the one who saved her from, mm-hmm. from paradise. Um, but then they find out more about what happened at paradise, and that's part of why she's like, I 
don't think you want to be around me. Right. Um, but like he knows he was there. He murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I think it was mainly her having to come to terms with it. Then. Yeah. Actually, or maybe like, like some like kind of like survivor's guild or something of that nature. That's probably a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that part of that is also because she had to see what happened with her, her original family. Yeah. Um, and once she had that closure, she was able to more accept, okay, this is what what I want to do. Yeah. So she becomes Ren Bright. Yay. Yay. Also, they're able to save Kia as well because she's fine. Yeah, Kia's good. And she runs in afterwards like, oh, I'm here. And everyone's like also there as well. And they're like, oh, hello. Hello. Like yeah, everyone kind of stopped being weird, so we're we're here now. We ran here as quick as we could. Anyways, seems like he did everything. Good job. Also, we didn't mention the the. I was saying that the the scene on East Crossbell, the second scene in the car is much cooler. Yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Sergey's like, by the way, I used to be the driving instructor. <laughs> yeah. At the <laughs> They're police all like, academy. Wait a minute. What do you mean you could drive? And he's like, I'm going to drive you guys there because I just, am in charge of some, you. He does some fast and furious and then gets shot and he's just like, whatever. And then just. Just a flesh wound. He just sits outside the car and smokes. <laughs> well, you kids go them. get him. Um, yeah, somehow that bulletproof car became not bulletproof in that moment and he got shot yeah. in the leg. Um, also, Noel shows up there at the end. Yes. And like runs off the two big Guardian Force vehicles. Yeah. Just ramming them off the road. Yeah. And she's like, I got this for you. Go. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was awesome. It, it's really a moment of everyone's here. It was fantastic. Which I, I love those moments. So I, I was too. very into it. I do too. I love it so and then, much. And then basically, kind of everyone shows up at the end as well to be like, hey, good job. And then you get like an epilogue of like, yeah, so a bunch of these guys that were tied to this got arrested, and everyone is in a state of flux because we don't know what's happening to Crossbell anymore. Uh, mayor McDowell's retiring. The dude who runs the bank wants to become the new mayor, and we're just going to do our job still. Yep. And then you get, like, <laughs> and, a cute scene at the end where they pose at, like, at the entrance of the SSS, and I love that picture. Yes. It's funny because, like, it just uses, like, the models. Yep. The in-game models. <laughs> it doesn't even give you, like, an anime picture or anything. No, it's just, here's their models. I was like, that's real fun. It's real but, fun. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's basically how it ends. Like, there's no cliffhanger. It's just kind of like, hey, we got we to gotta go continue doing our jobs, and hopefully we can make this place a better place to live now. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, like, a tease thing in the, in the credits where it's like, you know, hey, there's another game, so you should look out for that. Yep. But outside of that, it's like there's no big cliffhanger to be like, oh, Find out what happens next time on Dragon Ball Z. It, it's not not at all a Cold Steel or first chapter no. of, of Sky, which those like leave you with big mystery. Yeah, but this, I think this is still very good without that. Like, like we said earlier, it's a very good like it's a self-contained story in a, in a sense. Like, there's still some mysteries out there we've talked about. Um, like especially like what will happen to Guy and everything. What's gonna happen with all that? There's still like what are we what's gonna happen to Crossbell in the wake of all these scandals and corruption and everyone having to learn how to retrust the the police force and the government and everything. Like what's gonna happen with all that? But you know, outside of that it's still like a very good story within itself. Mm-hmm. Um, that you could just play and be satisfied at the end of it without having to play the second one if you for some reason didn't want to, but I don't know um, why you wouldn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but that is that that game will be coming next March, I believe that is the case. March twenty twenty three. March fourteenth, twenty twenty three, Pi Day. Yay! Trails to Azure. Let's see who's all on the cover of this video game. I can't this this is not this is a very small render. Oh no. Alright, we got our main four. We have Noel, we have Rishia. Dude with big swords, I'm guessing is Arios. Uh, you have Wazi back there. Dudley's Dudley's just... there. <laughs> ah, you kids! Hold on, let me see if I can get a better picture of this. He's just fist out with his jacket. It's very funny. Um, no Kia, which I think is interesting. That is interesting. Because obviously she's going to be a big part of this. She she definitely is. Um. God dang it. Box art. Give me box art. Um Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Arios in the back. I mean it makes sense. He has a big sword. Yeah, what is Dudley doing? <laughs> ah, see <laughs> He's just angry. Grr. It's very funny. Oh man. Yeah, that's really good. Oh man, uh Rishi's got her butt out. Yep. Ready T for teen. Ready T for no. Well, that was the boob jiggle. Ready T for teen for for butt. There you go. I sent you a better picture of it. Randy's got a gun instead of his halberd. Randy's got a gun. <laughs> God. Randy's got a gun. Um, but yeah, so you can kind of get an idea of what's going to happen there somewhat-ish. Yeah, I'm excited. Um. Oh, there's Kia. She's on the PSP cover. Yep. That's what I say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep. She's, she's. Just she, on the other one, she wasn't there for some reason. She's naked. Put some clothes on. You're nine. I mean, you're 500, but you're nine. So yeah, I'm excited to play that in a couple of months and see where the story goes and how stuff ties into Cold Steel and everything. I'm so excited to play this again. And I really want to go back and play like three and four Cold Steel. Yeah, dude, same. Same. After playing this. Because I like, also want to. I feel like I'd get so much more out of it now. Like I loved them as it was, but like I feel like I would definitely get a lot more out of it now. Yeah, I completely agree. So that might be a task for us to to do. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It might depend on like when Reverie comes out and all that fun stuff. Well, I feel like Reverie's probably not going to come out till like late next year. Um, I don't, is it 2024? Is it 2024? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know. You. you. Which, oh man, they took the Soldier Boy chest out and I was real Soldier sad. Soldier Boy telling. Which, yeah, that makes sense. It does. But I was so sad. Um, it says twenty twenty three. So, like I said, like yeah, probably late twenty twenty three, probably like fall twenty twenty three. Yeah, Q three twenty twenty three. So yeah, that makes sense. So we might have time after after uh, Ezra comes out to get through, especially with New Game Plus. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because I'm I'm stupid broken in those games. <laughs> Anyways, that's that is Trails from Zero. Mm -hmm. Very good game. Very good game. Very good game. 
Um, you can definitely see the um, evolution from Sky to um, what we get in Cold Steel in terms of like the battle system too, which is fantastic because I really don't like the um, the court system thing in uh, in in Sky. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, it's a very good game. It's a very good game. It's not a full price game either, which is very nice. Yeah. I got that game for five dollars. Oh my god! I did not nice. get that obviously that, that is not how much that game cost, but you know. I have a cute little standy now, and I've got a cloth poster in my bedroom that I really need to steam. But what can you do? Yeah. I, I don't have a steamer. That game is uh, that game. That game's good. If you, I mean, obviously, if you like the other Trails games, you're gonna like this. You're gonna want to know more of the story, and this mm-hmm. is a key part of the story. So you're definitely gonna gonna want to play this. Yes. So yeah. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool, where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You'll also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com to get columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shining Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Next week, it's going to be something else. Something else. Something else.